0: Welcome, welcome to the Logo Room. Thanks everyone for coming. Our guest today, oh, first of all, it's just going to be me. Um, Brian is working hard on making Kampala more reachable in general. (laughs) He won't like that, but um, yeah, so I'm just filling in for this episode by myself. And we are having a bit of scheduling stuff, so we're going to be, we might have a few one-sided episodes going forward. But anyways... My guest today is Lisa Kanyobonzi. Yes. Uh, Rabwoni. Yes. Yeah. And she's a presenter, I would say, a radio and TV presenter. Yes, I am. A feminist thinker and public speaker okay. and a feminist educator. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, yes, yes,
0: yes. Okay. So, um, you know, like, uh, basically, t- to start us off with, like, your journey, like, um obviously maybe you're like formal feminist awakening you know like the the academic one let me say not the personal one mm-hmm. or you know however that fits in i'm yeah. sure one fed into the other so just tell us about your journey like where it led to all your different professional like uh, you know outlets i'm
1: so lost what should i start with <laughs> <laughs> the feminist journey or the work journey which one? let's
0: start with your let's start with your personal journey your life journey uh, tell us about yourself
1: Yeah, that's the hardest question. Um, I usually only use the work that I do to, to explain who I am because a lot of it is from passion and things that I'm in love with and then I find ways to work put them into my career so um i'm a feminist that's my political ideology and alongside with that i am a girl talk team lead for uganda Um, and that's where we create conversations feminist conversations in different communities um it's under choose yourself which is a feminist led organization i'm a media personality i work with next media i do radio and tv over there I am a business owner. I own Obunide and Amaka. So, Obunide is um, head wraps and brass jewelry. And then Amaka is small scale interior decor as well as interior decor pieces. Um, uh, what else? I'm an author. Yeah, I'm an author oh, as well. Nice. Um, I published my first book in. Well, it was set to be published in August, but it was published in November <laughs> of 2021. <laughs> um, it's on the job, and it's a conglomeration of my feminist journey um, dealing with sexual trauma, friendships, and also choosing myself as a young woman. So now my feminist journey. Um, I think I've always had a big head, and I think that's <laughs> big head, pre- pre- <laughs> <laughs> like hand in hand with feminism. <laughs> oh so I've always asked, how women and girls are treated or the expectations given to both women and girls um, from, I think, as far back as... 12, I remember my mom would keep saying, you're not going to learn how to cook. You don't want to learn how to fry an egg. I was like, yeah, nope. I don't. I just <laughs> do not. Um, I egg. would prefer to go and read my books. And when we'd go to the village, then there'd, there'd be the expectation of the girls doing housework and the boys are just chilling or doing something else. And I'm like, you know what? If the boys are in the house, I'm also going in the house. Unless all of us. And I'll tell my aunts and they would look at me and be like, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Unless all of us um, are doing work. We're doing work. I think they just sort of spoiled because I used to go to international school, <laughs> but it is what it was. Um, I think my feminism really really came on but like in 2017 when i actively joined twitter i think everyone has had the twitter journey of you that have an account way. you don't understand what is going on and then you come back <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh okay so i was following exactly. judy kayal I as following him I was following patricia twasima those edna. are all good follows, by the way yeah guys. right right it's just like add, add, add. edna patra and i just had um i just saw like sense to all the things i was thinking all the questions i had towards being a woman towards liberation the st- status quo do we stay here what happens do i have to mold myself to fit in and oh, these women were explaining these things and i was like okay i want to be this i'm feminist <laughs> this. this is what i like so yeah that that would be how my journey started when it comes to choosing to be a feminist when it became came to like the theory part of it um because I started speaking loudly in it, I got into the community and we'd be in spaces and we'd critical, critically think or analyze different things and we'd look at literature and sh- you'd have to actually read stuff to know what you're saying. Because <laughs> there's this, oh, I feel like I'm a feminist. But if you can't back it up, then what's the reason? Yeah.
0: You feel like a limitation. I yeah. Think. Yes. That's really cool. So tell me about like, <clears throat> what's been your experience in the media? Obviously, you produce a very specific type of content. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel. Oh, I didn't say and that. Guys it's on like my YouTube, follow oh, yeah. me.
1: Conversations <laughs> with Kanye Mosey. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Please, uh, you know, subscribe. Smash like and subscribe. <laughs> like and hit that. the notification And bell. comment and
1: all that lingo. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the media, it has been... I think a couple of my mentors kept telling me, you will have to tone it down. Um, the first show that I got onto was The V Room. Um, it, was, it was a Sunday show. I quit it last year. Sunday mm-hmm. show, 10 a.m. to midday. Prior to that, it was 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. And it was an all women's show and we had like only all women guest list. And it that was literally, like to keep to discuss feminism to to put to put a platform for women mm. because we felt like the narrative was always controlled when it was on mainstream media. So since we had a chance to be on mainstream media, like we can choose to this is the type of content obviously it came with a lot of backlash because like "Ah, you guys are angry be softer be sweeter more women topics um and then that's the same thing with like my career like people who keep saying you know what you might have to tone it down a little bit your feminism a little bit your thoughts a little bit getting a little scary and um I think I did double with a thought around it. But um, I got to a place where if you're not going to serve the values that I serve, then I don't think you're an opportunity for me. So that's just how I think about
0: it. Mm. Yeah, that's It's tough. I think it's like, I think a lot of uh, people, I mean, I think a lot of women come up against that barrier of yeah. like, I do not subscribe to this. Like this environment is fucked up or yeah. whatever. And I'm they make that it. sacrifice. You know, th- that choice which yes. you made. It's a growing group, let me yeah. say. And it's um it it's becoming an, a less, let me say, fraught decision to make. Yes. It's not easier, but it's a bit less of like a, it can be done in more yes. confidence nowadays. It's really yes.
1: Hard. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think that's once you cross it, I feel it's easier for you to be in your in your space when your values are being respected. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to literally loop back to Twitter, like uh, over the last couple of days they've been talking about this thing of like I mean, this is now a more racialized discussion, obviously, because we consume a lot of, like, American debate about Mm -hmm. race and all this stuff. But this, uh, the initial poster was a white woman, and she was talking about how, you know, like, feminism needs to allow women to revert back to this position of, like, not Uh, working, where (laughs) the guy works and you don't work. And everyone was literally like, okay, the the femininity you're describing is so... It's like it only existed yeah. in that comfortable way you're describing mm-hmm. for a small... It only exists, you know... It's only it's for a small group, of yeah. of small group it's, of it's a classed people. experience. Mm-hmm. So now what I want to say is like how... I mean, you know, there's obviously... It's, I just want us to discuss it because I feel like we both know the answer, but like how classed is like the formal... You know, like formal assertion of yourself in the feminist way for women. Do you know what I mean? Like how how classed is the idea that that's an option basically what you were able to do
1: my idea what i was oh, able to the oh. thing of like
0: excluding <laughs> yourself from an environment because it's not you know what yeah I mean?
1: um, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> it truly is high level <laughs> class you know, yeah it is and i i know that I, it's out of privilege that i was able to make that decision because i mean i I live i live at home is, even if i choose not to work in a certain space i have a roof over my head i have food um in my stomach I've, i'm pretty good so it's it's a hard decision to make if that's you might have to live in a lot of toxic environments if that's not a comfort that you have if that's not a privilege that you have and that's that's a bad part about it that's a bad part about it because i know prior to that when and also i think i'd reached a place where i knew where i wanted my career to go as well mm. um, away from just the necessities of life um i wouldn't have been able to make that decision like two years before because i knew i need to stay here i need to stay in the spaces that i mean i need to grow my brand i need to grow my journey i need to network so i did go through a lot of bullshit mm. <laughs> just to stay in the spaces um and then a little later on, I was more comfortable to say, you know what, I cannot work in this office if this is how I feel, yeah.
0: Nice, nice. Okay, so I now kinda wanna see the floor to you and ask you, basically, what are your big like, like for example, a lot of the content on your channel, on your YouTube channel, there's a lot, I mean, in the few, cause you only, you only had like four interviews, maybe mm-hmm. five. Yeah, so in that, but in that, I've seen something which is a valuable, uh, like, element that kind of gets lost in formal, you know, feminism online mm-hmm. and da-da-da in da, da, the corporate basically feminism, where it's like you're emphasizing, like, links in the chain and how, like, friendship strengthens the, you know, like, your autonomy. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you have the, because you have whatever messaging you're getting from outside, like, the people in your life who are trying to redirect you back onto that, like, patriarchal power. Yes. <laughs> and you need, you know, solidarity to kind of move forward and even that even just those interviews are that for you you know yes. what i mean it's clear to see from as a viewer yes that, that's you getting like your strength from your community dah, dah, dah. so obviously that's one of your main like focuses in mm-hmm. terms of like that's a manifestation of your feminism so what are your like your big like you know your pet peeves like the things that are in your brain that will always you know get you as angry you're you're still as like like zealous about this aspect of stuff like as you were ever you know like what are your your hot topics like the things you're just like oh this like i'm not i'm not (laughs) you know
1: it is a lot of things i think because um feminism stays a continuous learning journey and something that you might when I started out, might have not been such a big deal for me. Um, but when you come to unlearn your privileges, now say for example, class. Now I might have not thought through a couple of arguments when or conversations that um, when it comes to class, but then unlearning my privilege and understanding feminism better and continuing on the journey. Now I'm like, no, that needs to end. Like we can't have that conversation. Like we have to be inclusive in A, B, C, and D. Um, I might have been say, impartial about like sexuality when mm. i began because i hadn't reached a place where i knew what i was speaking about and then now it's like no this is, that's a no-brainer that's like i'm not going to discuss people's sexuality with you because it's none mm. of your business <laughs> um but i think so I, I would say that i all of them <laughs> get me mad um sexual trauma consent, rape that, that's a conversation i just don't have like that's like, I'm not going to debate this with you. Like, if you feel like content isn't a thing, so what? Well. That's that's good for you. I'm not going through it. Um, but also, I think I reached a place in my feminism where I say everything is such a big deal to me. I reached a place in my feminism. It's either you actually want to be educated or you actually want to have a conversation where you want to learn. Mm. Or, like, <laughs> you can go on with your day. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, the years 2018 to, like, 2019, end of it, I would go back and forth. I would sit on my phone the whole day, do nothing productive, <laughs> arguing with people who just don't want to learn. So once I reached a place, I was like, you know what? If you want to have a good day arguing with yourself, great. I may have said what I've said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't <laughs> understand this. <laughs> it's a tough debate to have with people because I think like the people who... I'm not speaking because a guy with male friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the people who you feel like need to need to have you don't know, need to need to have their uh, opinions adjusted and have yeah. their like perspective widened on these things are the ones who are like so they're Hell like bent. ninjas at yeah. blocking the fucking real debate mm-hmm, and real conversation mm-hmm. and they have their three or four issues of their life. but i had a i had a break a breakthrough with a friend where it was like where we had where i was t- you know i tried to like have more in-depth you know, like, interrogations of some of the stuff, you know, that he'll, like, express to me. And we, we had this breakthrough of, like, we're guys in our era. You yeah. Know? We're in an interesting, like, transitional period, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, masculinity is... I mean, I don't I don't want to use the word threatened, you know what I mean? Let me say, like, traditional masculinity is, like... is being challenged because I don't consider, like the debates from the side of feminism to be threats, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like they can strengthen the world. But like people in the previous generation, it was clearly this is just a an outlier perspective. Like we hate it. We don't even need to worry about it actually. Then in the future, it like I have a younger brother who's ten years younger than me. Yeah. There are things that we were we like were awoken to or this happened which are just norms for him. For you know him, mean? yeah. Like, the word patriarchy, the word <laughs> yeah. feminism, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I heard the word feminism first, like, in uni. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that... Um, I didn't know that what... Like, I knew a few people who were feminists, but yeah. I didn't know that that's what they were. Because I was like coming the definite, from another mm-hmm. thing, yeah, from what I was studying in school. So I think we... We have a... I mean, I, I think this is just a, a really hard time to, like, mm-hmm. talk to men about this, mm-hmm. like, transition mm-hmm. from, like... <laughs> you know, because everyone want, Especially, I'll speak to Ugandans only, but I think this is... I, I suspect this is a problem with all African men, where it's like... it We have to all be a king, do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, there's a... Or at least there's an impulse, you know? And then against, you know, the other guys in society, mm-hmm. it becomes more... Like, I'm sure most people left alone will not have domineering urges. They won't want yeah. to, like, run over people. But, I, yeah. So, <laughs> but I think... Most people... <laughs> more, you know what I mean? Then, then there are those... There are those... There are mm. those... But I just... Uh, I like resources like yours because it's not a debate. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, a person can go on your channel or go read your tweets. Okay, your tweets... If someone is like that, it'll, the tweets can be considered combative. <laughs> but, like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no guys i need to leave my tutor alone
0: <laughs> i don't think it should change you know what i mean like uh, i think i feel the same way about feminism but mm-hmm. i feel like most african males can understand people feel about race yeah I mean? yeah and that's always
1: argument mean. with me um i've forgotten what the question was but it used to be asked to me was. a lot mm-hmm. um and and they'll be asking about feminism like okay now since you understand the concept of race same way for feminism like no it's not that serious i'm like okay <laughs>
0: but okay. do you see like surely it's i mean i'm talking to someone who's not here but surely it's more serious you know, yeah that's, like yeah. there are more women than black people yeah. <laughs> like, i'm not part of this when you guys Mac- cut Mexico. this out <laughs> no i don't i don't think i don't think i don't think that's a like weird yeah. do you know what i mean like my friend was there. On my way here, mm-hmm. I was like, Well, I'm interviewing you and our female friend was like, Hey, you guys are really going in on the women thing. <laughs> and I'm like, What? <laughs> I was
1: like, joke. Wow. Just <laughs> I'm
0: like literally <laughs> 51. Because okay. it's literally 51%. I'm like, more most people, yeah, most, most human people beings are, are women. women. So what is so. this? Mm-hmm. So it also means that it's inevitable. This one guys also don't understand. Like it's it also means that some of these arguments Will be quote unquote lost by your yeah. grandsons. You fight and whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. It's but coming, it's over, the revolution you know? is and coming. It's really over. Like, yeah. Do you really think white people, like, think about a white person born in the 30s? Yeah. yeah? Do you really think they thought <laughs> we're gonna was, reach here? This is where we would be. A black president, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, like, a uh, black head of the UN. Black head of a world health organization. All these different multinational things. things. yeah, Just general black visibility and autonomy. Like, it's not... It's, it's not, not something
1: that they phantom would ever happen. That's one yeah.
0: lifetime. Even half. So I just think, yeah, fighting it is kind of weird.
1: <laughs> I
0: agree. <laughs> oh, so um, about your authorship, like, tell us... What was the journey like getting published Where did you do you have any like uh, practitioners you can recommend like what was your experience writing because um That's you write like writing. research so <laughs> was it, was it fictional? What, your book, fictional
1: no um it's a uh, hmm it's think pieces like articles, articles, essays, interviews, poems. Ah, so it's um, a compilation. It's a compilation, of your yes. Of, not mm-hmm. my previous work, it was specifically for the book, but I did use a lot of the knowledge that I learned practicing through my writing on my blog. Um, the writing process was interesting. Like it was so much to learn. I have interviews from Patricia Caballo, who is a therapist. Um, I have interviews with, with um, Doctor Sylvia Tamale, so we do something in feminism. I have interviews with Kim Gishofidia so uh, and then a friend so just learning both myself through the interviews was 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 (laughs) eye-opening because there's so many questions that I had on different things Um, for example we discussed marriage and being a feminist and being a heterosexual feminist is a conversation that I always wanted to have because for the longest time I thought being married I I don't think otherwise to date. (laughs) being married is sort of like it's a sticky situation if you're trying to fight patriarchy this is a patriarchal institution so what happens? so we delved into that conversation um we talked about grace and feminism Um, one of the things that I think we have always been called out to uh, out for as a feminist community is we probably use a lot of like force when it comes to calling out people (laughs) (laughs) And even when it comes to our fellow feminists in the community, and I remember Judy K. L who's a friend, um, said for her, instantly, she cuts you off if you call her out in a forceful way. Like, that's just not something. You have access to me, so why would you? So grace, feminism, and friendship is a conversation that I delve into in the book. Um, The hardest part was dealing with my sexual trauma or having conversations around sexual trauma um, because the things that I... I think with sex from me, think you're good, even if you didn't go therapy. In your head, you think you're good, <laughs> but um, just opening up this kind of worms. I remember the couple of essays that took the longest to write, and whenever my editor, um, she's called Tasha, would ask me to look through, I'm like, yo, I can't. <laughs> you mm-hmm. look through it. Just look through it because today I'm gonna tell you, I'm going to do it today. Um, but I did have a beautiful writing experience because I had one of my friends, um. Be she was the editor. she's the editor of the book and just her work, working and walking through me with every journey, what was difficult for me, I needed to share more here, I need to expand more here how about this idea, and also just someone who truly believes in me because there's a point where I was like, you know what, let's just throw this thing away <laughs> like I'm done, I don't want to follow through and she's like, no, there's work here that we need to put out into the world the publishing process, however <laughs> Ugandans are very stupid people <laughs> that's all I have to say um first of all i know why people are not writing enough it's so expensive like i remember because it was a self-funded project and um the first person to give us a bill we just we just looked at the bill and we're like wow who's going to pay all this money and where are we going to Mm. find it and um I remembered like I'm not the critical thinker when I'm emotional. So my editor, Tasha, was just like, Okay, so now we're gonna have a call with this gentleman and have him break down to us and he could not explain one point two <laughs> million. Uh-huh. And we're just like, uh, so uh huh. Okay. So this and this, like we've given you graph we've given you the whole book. So what do you need apart from just being able to publish it and look through and proofread and whatever? Print and, and you know, so he's like, Okay fine, he gave us a discount. We give him a contract and, you know, like days. And I'm like, okay, so when will the books be ready? He says at the end of this week. Obviously, being um, on social media, I share, oh, guys, finally, the book is ready. da da we should be good. This gentleman, after I've shared this post around 4 p.m. of the afternoon, and then we give him a text to be like, oh, hi, we still haven't received the email of you signing the contract. Um, and he's like, hmm, why don't you just trust me? I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Why don't you just trust no, me and follow flag. through? Um, I've red I've flag. printed so many books. You know, um, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to cheat you. What? 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 And I'm like, um, no, we're not friends. This is a mm. business. Even if we we're friends, this is a business arrangement. Tasha and I are much closer, and I signed a contract to make sure I sh- for, for her participation in the book. So you, who I don't know, what do you mean? You have to sign. And he's like, no, at that point, we just stopped cut communication with him, got in touch with someone else, (laughs) and we called this gentleman, and we're like, you know what, we are in trouble. I've literally got 13 days to have this book on the market. Please, please let me know that you can do this. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, I've got a contract for you to sign. He's like, okay. First of all, I still that man needs to bring me my money. <laughs> There's a refund. <laughs> There's a refund he's supposed to give. Because he did absolutely nothing, in my opinion, to make the book any better. And then midway, the publishing process, I kept asking, okay, so when can I get copies? When can I get copies? And this gentleman tells me, and I'm saying this very boldly, creatives in Uganda, we need to style up. <laughs> he tells me very boldly, I don't feel like my heart is at peace with finishing this project. Eh eh. So... <laughs>
0: We're finishing?
1: I was like, "Uh, so when you were signing and receiving money and committing and taking me around in circles for the past two weeks, your heart was where? (laughs) Like, what was it doing? So we just chose to self-publish. We literally said, you know what? We're going to make mistakes. That's true. But this is how far we are. And yeah, we we self-published. That's what we did. We just went to NASA Road and said, you know what? We will... Proofread the book every single day. Just that both of us, shall edit what needs to be edited. We will get this done. Yeah. Ah. So Tasha and I are the team. We'll, we'll, done, we'll, we'll open up a publication um, <laughs> firm soon <laughs> and let you guys know.
0: Listen, we're ready for that. Um So uh, obviously, I have like a like a beat sheet of like all your stuff. <laughs> so tell me about the International Youth Congress. Like, what was that about?
1: Oh my God, this is. So- this is so long ago oh wow um i actually didn't even end up going that's the sad part but oh, it yeah. was and um um what's it called choose yourself it was something to do with choose yourself as one of the people I always picked to visit i didn't go so i don't have much to say oh yeah. sorry yeah it's
0: a shame and uh, what about okay so tell us your experiences on next radio and just generally the radio space and like because I think uh, when I think of radio, I think of like what we grew up with, drive time, like, yeah, and you know, all this stuff. And it's it's <laughs> it's quite a like uh, patriarchal space, you know what I mean? That's it's quite, true. It's actually the venue for a lot of mm-hmm. like proliferation of yeah. those ideas because a lot of those debates are unprompted. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then the like, anyways, a lot of them were very weird. I'm glad I stopped listening to radio.
1: Oh, <laughs> <was> so sad. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, radio was, a, was um, it's it's. Media has always been a passion for me, so I started out with print media, and then people kept saying, "Oh, you should get on TV. You have a face for TV." And I'm like, "Nope, I don't want to be anywhere public. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in front of cameras. I just don't. I don't." But for me, radio was just like, "Oh, okay. Like I can still do what I want to do without people seeing me." Funny enough, the first radio that employed me is audiovisual, so people still see me. <laughs> Nonetheless, ha! Oh, um, huh. it, it's it's um, a it, it's it's an interesting journey. I love radio. I love to talk. I love to share. I love, I, I see it as a place to educate and entertain, but also like continuously change the narrative. So that's, um, that's something that I'm, everyone knows, like if one of the shows probably have some misogynistic topics and whatever, I know Blaze, who's one of our producers, will text, Lisa, have you seen your friends? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not just having this conversation right now. Okay. Um, but also just because i have the power over like the shows that i am part of so i will say you know we're not having that conversation or that's not a discussion that we're going to pursue or um let's debunk this topic this way and do that that way so that's how i try in my little power i'm <laughs> just to try and make sure that radio is not the same old who is gonna cook or who yeah. should pay the bills or like hey, we've had that okay let's move <laughs> yeah that's radio
0: Anyways, my girl pays my bills, no problem. And my mom's going <laughs> so to pay my bills. <laughs> She's gonna hate that. She doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> Not my bills, anyways. You know, she helps me out. Um okay, so on the job was poetry and things. Uh, uh t- tell us about choose yourself. Like how did you you Know what prompted the like you to start the organization? Like, I'm not part of, uh, it. I didn't start
1: Wait. it, I'm employed.
0: Oh, you're employed. <laughs> <by Jesus laughs> off, I think
1: you're talking about Yambi,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, 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 Yambi Foundation, my yes.
1: Bad. Oh, so Yambi Foundation is um, a charity organization that I started last year. Um, I th- I'd always loved to do charity work, like, I'd always um, love to be able to help in different ways. From, like, high school, I'd be on the uh, organization committees for fun day and then, like, at the end of... We'd have this week that would climax with Fun Day. So mm-hmm. we'd be collecting fans, doing a car wash, doing something. So I'd be on the team, and then we'd get to go to, like, different charities, babies' homes, schools, donate stuff, and all of that. That was something that would always just give me some sort of, like, ful- ful- fulfillment. Um, as an individual, I just feel like we've all we have power in our different privilege and power in our different capacities so why don't you extend a hand of grace um and then in 2021 yeah at the beginning of the year i kept wanting to do something in regards to sexual assault and sexual um, trauma for people i i keep tweeting about it and that keeps saying oh let's look at consent let's talk about rape you should get therapy A, B, C, and D but then I was like okay so sis uh-huh you've, you've tweeted and then <laughs> like yeah. what else are you doing like what what are you doing what else can you do what else is accessible to you um so I had the crazy idea of partnering like wild idea <laughs> of partnering with um Frain Initiative what is now Free Initiative and I was like oh hi guys so I would like to give um parts of our sales as over well when needed, because I have like I have that executive decision, and I'd like to probably do a fundraiser. So I told them, you know what, I think let's do 500K and see what we do. I really want to shoot for 1 million, but I'm scared. What if people mm. don't even give us a single shilling? <laughs> and I remember Safina, who's one of the, the founders, just said, you know what, let's shoot for 1 million. If we don't get it, we don't get it. Um, at the end of the fundraiser, which took a month, three weeks, three weeks, we Had 2.7 million,
0: damn.
1: So I was like, Hey, wow! So you guys just trust me with your money. What if I run away and buy a car <laughs> with all of this? So, um, the fact that that people actually saw, oh, like, saw my cause and saw that it was going to a good place to give um, more women and girls because Friend does um, therapy, um, it does medical help and like quick emergency help in the event that you've f- faced sexual trauma. So, um I was like, okay, so there's space for this. Like there's people who actually trust me with one their money, but also they see that there's that there's work that can be done um, to tell someone, "Hi, give me two, two million. <laughs> we fix. <laughs> could be a problem, but I saw with the fundraise, my people would send two k, people would send five k, people would send ten k, and that is in a capacity. And one by one, we got to two point seven. So Yambi is really just using the communities to accelerate change in our communities. So if you give me your five k, we could get to five hundred thousand and probably be able to help someone somewhere do something, or be able to give to a certain cause. So in December. <coughs> In October, we did a breast cancer awareness, um, co- um, sort of like health with Rocket Health and gave mm. people a discount, but then also were open for donations. We raised um, about 1.750 and we able to give it to the breast cancer and we had a conversation, breast cancer, Uganda Cancer Institute, and a lot of, like the hospital is well equipped with medicine and whatnot, but they explained to us that people go through so much Dealing with healing and the and the process of having breast cancer, that um, something as small as a, what we look at as small as breast processes which is an uh, an, an artificial breast when your breast has been amputated, mm. can change someone's confidence or just change how they look at themselves. And this puts them back puts them back into the energy of one healing and getting back on track for life. So that's what we did. We're like, okay, let's let's fundraise for fifty women, since the hospital gives one one hundred and seventy five women every year. Mm. And then, um, and the good thing is when people see, okay, these guys are not lying, because <laughs> it's a team <laughs> of six, seven women, including myself. Um, clothes at UG, which is a, a store, clothes store, just a um, approach says, hi, so we've got a couple of clothes that didn't sell through the year, but we'd like to donate them to you. Um, maybe you can find a shelter of young women that would probably need these. And we, yesterday we went to Petro's Zoo in Zoe, Zoe Petra Zoe in Mokono um, and we they have a initiative called Kadasha where they rehabilitate young teenage mothers who have been victims of sexual assault and we're like okay so now we'll we've this, yeah we'll give this clothes here hands. and this just like this, this this is just us helping one way or another like it's not it's not anything dramatic <laughs> it's just like in our capacities, we want to extend a hand. So yeah, that's that's really where Yambi came from. That's like a long story. <laughs>
0: that's no, that's really interesting. <clears throat> you had mentioned like uh, IPV or DPV, I guess, uh, depending intimate partner or domestic partner violence, yes, or, as well as like sexual assault. Like, what do you? Uh, what would you consider to be like? Like besides, like contributing to organizations like yours, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. what do you consider to be like ways we can ways those problems can be addressed, basically, like in society, like the or in between people. Do you know what I mean? Like, what does your what what are the like s- what's the word like? What are the solutions? S- yeah, solutions? not <laughs> even solutions, but you know, like because okay. I don't think you can. There's like a solid set one, I guess.
1: Um. From. Like I knew because I think I don't know when we had this reflection. I think um, a of Africa had a training and we were supposed to think about things. And I think this is when it clicked. Personally, my gift is in communication. Yeah, so it's finding how how do you contribute to the movement and how do you do the work. For me, a lot of my solutions come from like learning and mm. being able to teach. You understand? There are a lot of things we did not know. <laughs> like we just didn't know. Um, I think the first time I was cut cold, I didn't know that was cat calling i didn't know it was wrong um i think i was downtown with my mom i was like ah, that's, that's still a downtown main <laughs> like but yeah. then that's wrong like now that i got the information i say okay this um when we hear of children being raped or sexually assaulted they don't have the language to say they touched me here or this happened like this or this is what happened so i think the first thing would be like actually actively educating and educating people, not just children from as young as children, but even into adulthood. Because a lot of time, you see feminism, you said you learned it in uni. Um, you just don't know, and this is why people purport certain things or continue to practice them. Um, so I would say that... So like education, like education and then consequences. Because there's one thing of, okay, now you know what consent is. You know it, but what are the consequences? There are no consequences. There are no legal consequences to a lot of things. Like I keep saying, I didn't know that it's a crime to cut call and you can actually report it to to the police. Yeah. And, but then in my head, I'm just like, hmm. so now I go to a Ugandan police station. And, and so this guy, guy goes, Me see, <laughs> 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 the men made us well up. So they should be like, Active training, again, that goes back into educating and then actual consequences for people when they do things that are wrong, consequences that they're not going to pay their way out of. For example, mm-hmm. let's let's just open up the case of like Desire Mirimbe. Like we know accused and allegedly who was her murderer? But like because I think power and politics and being able to maneuver certain conversations, people are on the run and there are no consequences whatsoever. But a girl died, a girl was killed so
0: yeah yeah i think that speaks to generally uh i guess a, a consequence light environment mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you think of like uh the guy who lost his life in that nightclub he was like a mm-hmm. nightclub employee mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. like i mean that's basically a similar situation the purported like murderer fled exactly i yeah. even think re-entered society like There's absolutely
1: nothing that happens in Uganda as long as you have money.
0: It's very, it's kind of disheartening because, like, I'm thinking about, like, while you were talking, I was just like, like, what are the other, you know, like, you're saying communication, education, so now you go into a school and you explain to the kids mm-hmm. like this is how you should be treated you know you can report if you don't get treated but but then in words. practicality what happens and you then what yeah, these so come round mm-hmm. to my house and then now they just beat me okay maybe they don't you know I mean? <laughs> well, they don't but now they just be oh no yeah. I just get triple punishment for yeah. reporting them like it's just in fact the triple punishment thing is more like yeah you know what i mean because and that most times those...
1: person with less power who's a, who's a victim of the situation yeah mm-hmm.
0: and you can do, I, I i can envision so many times when the police come around and the guy's like this kid is a liar the other day he said i don't know blah. like i can just imagine so many times mm-hmm. it ending like with a amicable split between the parents and the and whatever authority has come around yeah and the kid just being left in the situation of like you think you can snitch on me blah, blah, blah. So it becomes, it needs like, it needs like a young, you know, like a from early in life, to yeah. Like in, I guess to present a, the alternative, you know, because you can't even some of the information can be perverted. So you have to like show like guys are living like this, on this side they're not aggressive, they're not violent, and they're not like, you know, dominating every single person mm-hmm. in their life, and it's not a less fruitful. Fruitful, game. yeah, yeah. But that's that's a that's very interesting. I, I think it might be disheartening for a lot of people to it work is. in that space. Mm-hmm.
1: It is, it is, it is. I think <clears throat> I keep saying personally I'm so numb and I, I think I was having this conversation with Savannah and Faith. Like I'm so numb to so many situations now because I keep saying and then what? Like when you've seen it so much and and then what and it's a constant you have to constantly awaken yourself and like you know what this change can still be made it Can so just continue continue the good fight <laughs> mm. what will happen will happen because we have seen progress we have like to date I think 2017 people could tweet anything now you tweet <laughs> something to do with undermining someone's content you're going to be dragged and just Just the constant talking, or the constant sharing, and the constant bashing um, of people who did otherwise, has now created an unsafe space for potential rapists Mm. on the internet, which is fantastic. Like, so we're going somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like I keep saying, okay, fair enough. It's just the people around us or the accounts we have access to, but that's just a step forward. That's that's somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like I like I like your. I mean that's very true Mm -hmm. how do you um, I mean you've kind of touched on feeling numb and generally do you have practices or do you think you need to like uh, invest uh, employ practices that kind of like like reassert like your vulnerability to these things and like the impact that you know like to accept like these are impactful things I work around and issues I think about all the time like do you have like a ritual do you or Do you have any, like, uh, practices that you can share? You know, that if someone is, like, working in traumatic spaces like you do, like, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: I think, so, first and foremost, OJ Lord and Bell Hooks. Those are my two, like, (laughs) gospel. Like, just read their work. As soon as you read their work, because this is a woman who wrote before our time, and it was probably ten times worse. It should have been. What's hilarious (laughs) is
0: when you read Bell Hooks talking about being a kid in the 50s, you're like, this... What do you mean? This was my what exact same experience. Like I was just reading The Will to Change, and it's like the thing she's talking about, like the her and her brother, her and her dad, like just very basic enforcement of the patriarchy. That's so like, like you you don't consider it, like just pushing away. Or I'm I'm gonna speak from my perspective, but like just being like. Don't play with you know talking to my sister mm-hmm. like don't play with me because X Y Z is not for girls mm-hmm. like my sister's one of those people she's hard headed like <laughs> she every boy related thing she just she wants like, to do. even if she didn't like it she she's just did what that it, she it, yeah. just to be like I'm doing it mm-hmm. but that's so that's so valuable like even the the fact that she's like that means that now this stuff was like it, uh, so what I'm um, I'm not looking back to my actual mm-hmm. point which is that the bell hooks things like if you read if you read like i don't know i don't i haven't read a lot of o- audrey Lorde actually but with bell hooks i found like almost everything i mean she's an interpersonal writer she yeah. knows about like she's very conscious to write in ways that speak to like very everyday experiences it is. but the truth is like she has <laughs> she has an ex- and someone whose auntie will be like or she just finds a way to fit the patriarch into everything but she's really thought about it, so and, yeah. and it, it really does impact like every level of, of life. life. Like, exactly, it's exactly. The, mm-hmm. I use it as like I use the idea in my brain of like it's the, it's the main religion on this planet, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The patriarchy, yeah, because that it even t- makes it feel like kind of useless to fight, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's what like, I keep <laughs> saying, yeah.
1: But you have to continue, like you have to continue. But and I keep saying, people ask, Oh, so what's your end goal? Let me tell you the truth once I reached a point where I said, I don't know. I could die tomorrow, and I really haven't even impacted any change. But the fact that we are reading bell hooks and getting ideas—did um, did did bell hooks know at that time when they were writing that my work is going to probably reach Uganda and these two people are going to be like, oh, okay,
0: or like completely shape yeah. how people talk Think. about relationships and themselves exactly. nowadays? An like the like <clears throat> I joined Twitter in twenty ten, and then like started really reading in like twenty fourteen and that the transition to even in the real world like the word patriarchy yeah like she literally spent like 30 years trying to make that Mm -hmm. get into people's minds get into public discussion and then there was a like tipping point you know around that time actually like i think mike brown and you know like trayvon like martin contributed to that yes but everyone speaks in her terminology like everyone describes everything in terms of these things and it i don't think it's like i think it means that there's you know a, a so decent amount
1: work. of truth oh, yeah you know? do your part of the work and then yeah did i answer your question i don't know if i did anything with oh, you real know? I'm, I'm, well i'm <laughs> oh, yeah. asking, like how practices, do practices yes you know. um so yeah so reading Audre lord and bell hooks whenever i feel um numb or like my fire is just dying um but also keeping close community of people who are like-minded so we're going to have those conversations one way or another and we're going to have them every day um creating my content, because now I do have to, you know, think about these things, and I have to actively question and educate, um, so that keeps me here, and present, and unnamed. but for 2022, my, one of my resolutions was to actually join therapy, and stop, um, brushing away this, because the more trauma I have, the more, oh, I don't want to touch it. Like, it's like a wound. So I'm not going to touch that part of my leg. It's hurting right now. So now let's go and actually heal the wound so that we can actually continue to do the work that we need to do. And I think we had this conversation with a couple of other feminists who are in the work, even more active than me. I keep telling people, a lot of my friends work with Frayn, and I keep telling them, I don't know how you guys do it because, you know, people will call them at 3 a.m. explaining what just happened. I'm like, ha, me I'll hang up. <laughs> like, I get, can I can I send you help? <laughs> can I send you help? Because it's it's a lot so being understanding that this work takes a toll on you it takes a toll on you emotionally and takes a toll on your being fully i say you know what we need to get into therapy for us to be able to give more of ourselves um we have to work on ourselves first but then also just understanding that i am a human being and sometimes i break and these things take a lot of time and allowing myself to take a break i think that um came in the was it 2020 2021 before the pandemic, um, there was that Twitter outing of rapists and like mm. we knew half of them and this is what we sat with and this is what we ate with and also triggering my experience because nothing happened to those guys like yeah they they were names on list we knew their stories we knew the
0: the one guy sued the girl who tweeted exactly I think won the case exactly like
1: yet we know him and we know his mannerisms and she was not like um, he didn't win the case it chose to settle but <laughs> um, what whatever. so she she paid. I can't even speak. Damn. Damn. <laughs> no, she didn't. Well um, I'm good
0: to you can there are multiple ways you can yeah. all, but usually yeah. it's cash.
1: So um and we and I saw that and I remember like wanting to get off Twitter because it was a very triggering experience. Um because it was just the realization that you know what, like people will hurt you and people will move on. Cause I think I walked into a restaurant and one mm-hmm. of the guys was on the list once in the restaurant, and he walks past us and the people who knew him on our table. And these guys were like, "Chief boss." I was like, "They just outed this. Ni- they just outed this man as a rapist. How are you guys?" And just that realization was like, "Oh damn!" And what, how that set my my healing back a thousand miles. Just told me that you know what? Sometimes you want to be in the fight, but you might need to take that break for yourself to be able to continue. Yeah. Mm. So that break. So books break therapy now (laughs) and just communities people to hold you yeah
0: Yeah. community is a good one Mm -hmm. okay so um (laughs) we usually okay so basically because this is we started this podcast as a sports podcast about basketball so I we try like to do like we try and do like do at least one kind of basketball oriented topic and we try and do a quiz at the end but i don't know i feel like we're gonna get like zero for zero in this quiz and i want to i don't want to like you're going to uh, do a sports quiz then not like no no I'm no I'm not, I'm, I'm, what, what i'm saying is we can do like we're gonna pick like i mean we've done true we've talked about tristan thompson on here like we've done Stupid kind of <laughs>
1: And anyway, I'm, Tr- I'm team Tristan because, hey, okay, can't let a man take you for it like that.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, you know, she kind of needs to. It's, it's At which to, point is it your fault? You know, someone, <sighs> fool me three times, four no, times, five m- times, six times, seven <laughs> times, eight times, nine times. Like, no,
1: but Lali, who is a influencer, t- I believe in Indoda, which is like South African for not how long, good. South start in language but i believe in men like i don't underestimate the type of witchery men can put over you <laughs> <laughs> for you to be taken for idiot like that like so i'm not i don't blame her too much because huh you'll hear people saying like yeah people are running mad men are mad men will make you mad that's one thing
0: <laughs> so i wanted yeah so i was basically opening the floor to you like you have any sports oriented anything that you like like are you a football fan are you uh you like simone sports biles make
1: me emotional good, <laughs> like though. i use i will try to watch like basketball or football but then like if my team's not winning then now i'm on pressure and my heart is not functioning and like i want to cry like
0: so <laughs> that's how we live I just, life <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just said you know I th- among the things that are going to stress me in this world
0: not be it's sports. not going
1: to be sports let me just choose something else like that's. Nice. I support Manu though.
0: Let's go. <laughs> <I> so, <laughs> so you have it taste. I support it. That's what it just. Get.
1: Um, and then wait for my siblings to give me updates. I'm like, okay, did we win this game? Okay, great, 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 great. Other than that, I'm just they going to cry. I haven't been updating you a lot in they, the <laughs> past few. <years. laughs> no, they've just said, you know what? There's a point when my sister came to me and like, I'm done watching football. That's it. Oh, <laughs> trust me,
0: 2019, I had I had given up on like the existence of the sports. Like, I was like, like, X, like mm, football? X. Mm.
1: No, nothing' thanks. Yeah, I don't know football.
0: <laughs> I don't. Yeah, God no but thank you so much thank you too coming. thank we you hope too. we can have you again
1: i would love to nice. i always always get a headache when i do the male podcast so i'm i'm happy to say that i didn't get a headache today <laughs> yes <thank laughs> so you i'll so definitely much. come back <laughs> <laughs> thank you
0: that was really nice we're gonna try and poach uh, your podcast and produce it here